Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who could Nicolas Cage play in the Star Trek universe? Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Hector Navarro, and today we're pitching how Nicolas Cage could join the Star Trek franchise. While promoting his new Western film, The Old Way, Hollywood living legend Nick Cage weighed in on whether he would ever join his The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent co-star Pedro Pascal in the Star Wars galaxy. Cage revealed once again what a true pop culture geek he is, declaring to Yahoo Entertainment that he's a Trekkie through and through. Nicolas Cage said, I'm not in the Star Wars family. I'm in the Star Trek family. I'm a Trekkie, man. I'm on the Enterprise. That's where I roll. (laughs) And I could not even attempt an impression because no one can. Cage may have let Star Wars fans down by saying he's not really interested in teaming with The Mandalorian anytime soon, but that's okay because as Star Trek fans are stoked he could team with number one instead. Cage said, I like the political and the sociological. To me, what science fiction is really all about and why it's such an important genre is that it really is where you can say whatever you want, however you feel. You put it on a different planet, you put it in a different time or in the future, and you can without people just jumping on you. You can really express your thoughts like Orwell or whomever in the science fiction format. And Star Trek really embraced that. They got into some serious stuff. Could you tell me where the nuclear vessels are? Well said, Nicolas Cage. I agree. So now we're going to count down the top five ways Nicolas Cage could make his dreams and ours come true and become a part of the Star Trek universe. Number five, Star Trek Lower Decks. Cage is no stranger to lending his voice to great animated characters, ranging from Spider-Man Noir and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Caveman Dad Grug in the Croods films, and even Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. It's not a stretch to imagine the busy Cage taking some time out of his various shooting schedules to get in a voiceover booth and play a respected Starfleet officer or a rigid alien Vulcan on the hilarious Lower Decks. And because Nicolas Cage is such a definitive personality, one benefit of having him join the sincere but not always super serious Lower Decks is that hearing Cage's iconic voice won't instantly take you out of the story. (laughs) Stop it! You'd know it's Cage, you'd know what you're getting into, and you'd know he'd absolutely give it his all no matter what kind of character they'd have him play. We think Star Trek Lower Decks would be a perfect match for Nick Cage. Number four, a Star Trek Picard spinoff set after season three. But what if we want to see Cage in the flesh, so to speak? Well, one opportunity might be to join a cast for a short but impactful season of like 10 episodes in a spinoff of the Trek show aimed at older audiences, Star Trek Picard. 
After the events of Picard's upcoming final season, we might have a lot of fan-favorite characters poised to take over from Patrick Stewart as the headliner for a new series set during the early 25th century. The former Borg, Seven of Nine, played by Jerry Ryan, could lead a new team of Fenris Rangers who bring justice to lawless regions of the galaxy. Nicolas Cage would be awesome as part of that crew, or as the villain they have to bring down. Or maybe after the events of Picard Season 3, famous Klingon Worf, played by Michael Dorn, could see a return to Starfleet after spending time with the Klingon Empire to lead a crew that needs to defeat a Klingon-worthy threat. Nicolas Cage would be an awesome part of that crew, or as the villain they have to bring down. Do you see a pattern yet? Fascinating. A pattern is developing. After Picard Season 3, there are so many storytelling possibilities available to the Star Trek franchise, and it'd be a no-brainer to bring the Ghost Rider along for the ride. 3. Star Trek Strange New Worlds Maybe Cage would be too busy to sign on for a full season of television, so perhaps an impactful guest-starring role would scratch his Trek itch. What better place than the slick and shiny new series Strange New Worlds? The show is set about six years before the original series and featuring some new iterations of iconic characters like Science Officer Spock, Cadet Nyota Uhura, Nurse Christine Chapel, and Captain Christopher Pike. Over at Nerdist.com, resident Trekspert Eric Diaz has broken down which specific characters Cage could play. And after season one of Strange New Worlds teased a potential appearance by Spock's older half-brother that no one ever talks about, we fully agree with Eric that Nick Cage would make an amazing cyborg. I intend to steal something. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. We only saw the back of Cyborg at the end of the seventh episode of season one called The Serene Squall. So who will ultimately play the Vulcan without logic could be up for grabs. Now, Cage might be a bit too old to play Cyborg as the character is only supposed to be a few years older than Spock but they can use the same de-aging technology that we saw in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent to bring us Nicky Cage. You're Nick Cage! Plus, captain of the Enterprise, Anson Mount, also wants to see Cage join the franchise, tweeting that co-creator and showrunner Akiva Goldsman must make this happen. So if anyone can do it, it's Captain Pike. Hit him. Two, Star Trek Prodigy. Somewhere between a full commitment for a series and a cameo appearance is our next pitch, playing a character on the brilliant animated series Star Trek Prodigy. Once again, utilizing Cage's wonderful voice acting talents, a role on Prodigy could be something incredibly memorable. Following in the footsteps of the fantastic John Noble from The Lord of the Rings and Fringe, who voiced the complicated villain The Diviner for Prodigy's first season, Nicolas Cage could play an antagonist to pit against the young crew of the Protostar in their new adventures following the events of season one. And if their next season is entirely mapped out, Maybe Cage can play a character for their as-of-yet-unconfirmed third season. Please just confirm a third season, ViacomCBS. Please. Even though Prodigy is geared towards younger audiences, the debut season of the series has impressed Trekkies and non-Trekkies alike for its thoughtful storytelling, excellent characters, quality scripts, and for still taking on some serious topics, lining up with what Nicolas Cage loves about the franchise and science fiction in general. That's why we think Star Trek Prodigy might be the best use of Cage's talents as an actor. Number one, play the villain in a new Kelvin timeline film. 
Finally, we come to our favorite pitch, letting Cage go full-on Cage. The national treasure mentioned that he grew up watching Shatner as Captain Kirk and thought Chris Pine was terrific in the role, so why not build a fourth entry in the Kelvin timeline around bringing in Cage to face off against his childhood hero as what else but an iconic Klingon character? Uh, present company accepted, of course. Cage has always been a movie star, and an actor with his presence deserves the biggest screen possible. Imagine the incredible casts of Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness, and Star Trek Beyond coming back to deal with one of James T. Kirk's greatest adversaries, the brilliant and deadly Klingon warrior, Kor. And before you say, wait a minute, Hector, seeing Nicolas Cage in a Star Trek movie would take me right out of the story. We want to remind you that this is Idris Elba. Klingons have famously elaborate and beautiful prosthetic makeup involved in their depiction, and we're sure that Nicolas Cage would embrace that being a lifelong Trekkie. But what if we do want to see more of the famous face from Face Off? Well, good news! Kor was a Klingon who first appeared in the original series when Klingons looked a lot different than their more recent iterations. As we later learn, this was due to some members of their species being descendants from Klingons who were affected with the Augment virus, a result of Klingon genetic engineering. So there is a precedent for having a Klingon with less noticeable makeup effects, just as long as they make sure to avoid the outdated, harmful, and racist Asian stereotypes the Klingons were somewhat inspired by in the 60s. Whether we would want Nick Cage to play a Klingon that looked more like Christopher Plummer or Michael Dorn, these days, we've got Klingons of all shapes and sizes for ya. Kapla! Kapla. So there you have it, folks. Five ways Nicolas Cage could beam aboard the Star Trek universe. Tell us, what do you think of Cage joining Trek? What show or movie series would you want to see him in? And what character would he be perfect for? There's a way out of any Cage, and I'll find it. Let us know in the comments below. And for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com. 